Okay, this is Stud City, the podcast for literally everybody. We're sitting here with stand-up comedian, Instagram comedian. He's providing content while we are all in our houses just eating McDonald's from Uber Eats. This is Nima Nazari. Let's get right into the podcast. Ooh, TikTok baller. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> awesome. So glad to have you here, Nima. You are so fucking funny. Yeah, dude. We're and, loving uh, your thanks. shit, man. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and we're checking out your... Thanks for having me. No worries. We're just talking. We just, like checked out a bunch of your stand-up, and holy fuck, you are like so funny and like really good. Yeah, appreciate Much better it. Than us. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw that you. I uh, you... So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that you played the uh, the cannabis comedy festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? <laughs> that was that was dope, man. Yeah. That was such a fun show to be at. There was like six hundred people. In the audience, it was like got some Lithuanian banquet hall or some shit, and um, for some god reason, and yeah, I I just had a good set that day. It was it was nice, it was fun, and I love the way they filmed it. So yeah, man, it. it's a fucking good set, dude. That that's thank that's, you. Yeah, they fucking you nailed that one, dude. Is it I like I, it. I was thinking like when I was watching it, I was like, yo yo, like you know, I've done stand up, a little bit of stand up. Mainly yeah. I'm on the writing side of things, right? And I was thinking, like, I've never played in front of just, like, a shitload of stoned people, you know? It's always oh, drunk man. people. Yeah. What, is, like, what is, like, the big difference between, like, playing in front of super baked people and playing in front of drunk people? Which I know you've played in front of drunk people. <laughs> oh, for sure. Definitely, yeah. I mean, to be honest, people think that when people are high, it's, like, easier to make them laugh. It's actually much harder. <laughs> yeah. It's, mu- it's, like, it's like performing to a lamppost. It's fucking. <laughs> it's like it's like either they're completely zoned the fuck out, or when they're zoned in and they're laughing, they're gonna fucking laugh hard. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a it's a numbers game, right? And uh, but but people if people are drunk, they're actually more annoying because they heckle more, and you know it's easier to roast them, I guess. But it's also fucking stupid, and you know it kind of takes away from the actual flow of the show. But yeah, they're both they both have their fun moments. Yeah. yeah. What's the craziest intoxicated crowd you've performed at? Was there ever like a crowd just messed out? Um. Yeah. There. There was a couple times, and tight. Actually, yeah. I think a couple people got kicked out for sure. And yeah, there's just people just heckling the entire show, like oh, literally, yeah, yeah. like on non. Every comedian who went up, just people heckling. They're like people were just fucked up and didn't. It kind of ruined the show in a way, but um it was still fun like as a, as a performer just like just fucking around like i guess like you, there was no reason for me to do my actual material that night it was mm-hmm. just pretty much improving everything because like no one was paying attention anyways people, people were just off the rocker just <laughs> hammered um yeah. so there's no point of actually doing material because they weren't gonna receive it that way but yeah yeah it was nothing crazy like i've never seen anything crazy like that yeah i feel like like ever i mean I guess people who take it very seriously maybe haven't had this problem, but I've had like the opposite problem where I've gotten too drunk (laughs) (laughs) and gotten on stage. And then like, I remember once when I was 19, I got really, this is like eight years ago. I got really drunk and I decided it was really cool to light a cigarette on stage. Wow. I was was immediately banned from the club and banned. Wow. (laughs) Wait, what what club was this? So this was at, um, in Van- we live in Vancouver, right? So it was uh, at a sports yeah. bar. I think it's called like the Fire Bar or something. It's not there oh, okay. anymore due to COVID, but oh, it nice. was on. It was in Gastown. 
was like okay. my main spot where I was performing. Oh my god! Fuck! Yeah, uh, I thought I was, I was so cool. Say, I was hoping you'd say Tyrant Studios, which is like a comedy club above a strip club in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Just yeah, yeah. jokes. Yeah, yeah like but- literally, you'll like do your set, then you'll go down to like to take a piss, and it'll just be like these girls wearing hardly anything and guys like too drunk to stand. It's like so oh. funny. Oh wait, I think I, I think I went there actually when I was in Vancouver. At Pentos. Yeah, I did go yeah. there. I, I remember that. Yeah, I performed <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, yeah I did do that. Yeah, it's like it's, out, it's like upstairs. It's like a little yeah, exactly. Up, up like an attic almost. Totally. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I performed there once. And there's like a piano or some shit there, I think. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. like half a jazz band. Yeah, yeah, literally. It was so fucked. I remember, yeah, there were there were titties in the ba- in the basement in the main floor. Yeah. And shitty open mic jokes on the top floor. Yeah. Dude, I what the that. fuck are they thinking, man? Like when you roll up to a club and you have the choice between shitty open mic and titties. Mm-hmm. The, the conversation's over. Like titties, baby. Titties, <laughs> let's uh, fucking go. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Do you, yeah, you, um, you staying hydrated, man? You water champing it bro, over there, buddy. I fucking gozzle water, man. Oh, how many know, are you, yeah. How many of those are you doming a day? Uh, just one full one. But like Good. throughout the day, I drink other shit too. That's like counts as water, I guess. Like tea and. <laughs> Yeah, stuff yeah. like that and you know come occasionally no, I'm um, <laughs> it happens no but um yeah no i just you gotta stay hydrated man like it's, people, it's water is underrated water is underrated it's surprisingly underrated considering like 75 percent of the earth is in fact water you know it's, what i mean exactly and people like yeah. people fail to realize that they neglect it and then that's why they have fucking sleep issues they they uh they gain weight they're fucking sluggish man water is essential bro you gotta Dude. fucking drink your water. I know a guy Take that a drinks trip. only Diet Coke. No, that's he's gonna die in the next few years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. He is. He is. That's just te- fucking worse than regular Coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm All gonna drink a Coke, time. it's gotta be just full fucking fat. Full Coca-Cola. sugar. Let's go, that's baby. That's it, yeah. dude. If I'm gonna drink pop, I'm going all out. Kill myself. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm Bob getting the last Mountain Dew. Oh, <laughs> and, and all the, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go to the states, get the worst fucking sugary flavors. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, just kill myself. Maybe I'm aging myself here, but when I was a kid, I don't think any of the information was out about like how bad Diet Coke was. So my dad used to give me like nine of those motherfuckers a day. I drank like hundreds of Diet Cokes as a kid. And oh, I'm, fuck, I'm sure bro. it fucked me up. Man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, it's a fun breakfast, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah diet, diet Coke is it's actually low key kind of tasty, but yeah, it's got that know, aspartame can't... in it, man. It's got that cancery taste, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You taste it, <laughs> yeah. you just like... can't get rid of. Yeah. yeah, it's like smoking a cigarette. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah, what it is. <laughs> oh um, man. Yeah, you go ahead, Bo. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what are you up to nowadays? I see that you've, like, put a lot of focus into um, your online content, especially over quarantine. What was It's insane how much you've done, honestly. Like, is it, like, every day? Oh, sorry to totally steal your question. Oh, it's totally fine, man. Don't worry about it. But next (laughs) time you do it... Go fuck himself. Yeah, yeah, next time you do it, (laughs) podcast is over, all right? For sure. (laughs) We're quitting. We haven't even... We barely started, but guess what? It's over, bud. It's over, man. bitch. Done. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start my own podcast where I just talk 
Do it, man. <laughs> you don't need anyone else. Yeah, exactly. Jose ain't loyal. Nima, Nima, thank you. That's what I've been telling him, man. I'm telling him all the time. You aren't fucking loyal, man. You know what he said to me? I sent him a tweet that I wrote that I thought was super funny. This motherfucker just sent me, that's a yikes for me, dog. Buddy, and the tweet, never, never, the tweet. Never in your life say that shit again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pulling it up. Okay, pull up the tweet, man. Yeah, let's, let's hear this fucking <laughs> okay. trash. Here it tweet. is. Yeah. I've done a lot of growing up this year. Cut to me looking at myself in the mirror and strumming my penis like a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got a chuckle and a head shake. That was my exact reaction. Okay, maybe that is a yikes for wow. everybody. <laughs> I, I, I think this podcast is over. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Don't blame you, and uh, have a good life, Nima, you know? Yeah, thank uh, we you. really appreciate, appreciate you, you coming on. <laughs> no problem. Uh, but let's get back to that fucking question. because we're just Yeah, what's the question? Yeah. The question is basically, what was the thought process behind, like, basically putting so much effort into your online content, especially over quarantine? I, I took it as a, an opportunity to work on myself in my actual life and on my content in terms of, like, I don't have to worry about going out every night to do stand-up sets or, you know, touring or traveling and shit. So I actually took, I think I was, yeah, like the first couple of weeks of quarantine, I was still kind of doing my thing um, with content, but I was, I, I never really had a, a plan or a purpose of what I was actually really doing. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of just like put together like all the rest of the videos I had in the bank for that, for that week, for the, the first couple of weeks. And I just released them all in one day. I think it was March 17th where I fucked off for a month. I took a whole break and that was the time I took to actually work on myself, like in terms of my life, because I was, neg I was neglecting every part of my life and just going hard on like career mode. So yeah. I need to just step back and like, can I get away from all that shit first before I can actually continue and grow and get better in my content as well. And so, yeah, I just took it as a blessing because give me more time to just improve on you know my health my physical my mental my emotional health and in order to get better at the other shit which is yeah. the you know content so i just i just like dumb i i doubled down and put in the work and i it was easier because i didn't have to leave once again like i said so i just spent way more time working from that from the house and improving the quality of the content and everything else in my life so um i just i, I was like man there's it'll be stupid if i didn't make content daily yeah when i have all this time now so i just did it i started doing it and then like now i'm at like two a day you know what i mean like i'm trying wow. to push it, push it more and more because it's like at first when i first started doing comedy like making content online i was like yeah like one one video a week was like already like oh shit that's a lot but then I, I went to like two, three a week. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I don't know if I could do this. But then I, I, I eventually got to, into the rhythm and I started doing it more. And then eventually my brother, he's the one who, like, who's been helping me with all this. He's the brains and all this operation. He's like, yo, man, you got to push it to one a day now. And this was pretty much around the quarantine time. And yeah, man, ever since it's just been pushing more and more because I'm like, you also get into a groove. And once you stop, it's like, you you I, you feel like shit i feel guilty i'm like no yeah, i yeah. can't fucking stop i need to be yeah. i can't stop this is what i want to do i have to keep going harder and harder so um like obviously you have to have a balance so you don't burn out which i did the first time mm -hmm. um before quarantine happened um but yeah like once you have a balance it's like it's, it's all about priorities and 
making sure you know what what your purpose is yeah man. How, how, what percentage of that balance was also I, i'm actually not sure how long you've been doing it but like you really include your family in your content which i respect yeah. so much man like my, my family are all funny fucks as well but like you know the idea of working with them is pretty <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty Stressful. pretty brutal man but i've yeah, noticed that like sure. your mom's in a lot of your videos and stuff like that yeah it does give give us like it does give the audience like a sense of there's a sense of familiarity and a sense of like also love that comes out of your content that i don't see in a lot of online content that i really enjoy about it could you mm -hmm. like tell us a little bit about that working with your family yeah well yeah like like you, like, like your family my family is pretty funny too in many different ways my my dad's the more like you know kind of stoic very grounded guy he's very like a strict kind of like yeah. old school middle eastern dad who doesn't really talk much but he's very wise very intelligent and um you know makes makes very like subtle dry d jokes here and there mm -hmm. but he doesn't like being on camera ever so that's why you never see him but my mom actually my brother doesn't like being on camera either but he's also funny in his own way but my mom she is such a good personality has such a good personality it's similar to mine more than the other two people in my family um that i kind of like forced it on her at first because it was about five years ago where i started my youtube channel and i was like heavy into like pranks and like you know i, I saw a lot of people doing pranking and like you yeah. know their their public pranks and like their own family and i was like yo i think it'd be hilarious if i pranked my mom and told her i sold drugs and shit <laughs> and then so i filmed that first video this was like five years ago and put it on youtube and like it got like a decent amount of views it got like twenty thousand views but at the time i was like holy fuck twenty thousand views yeah of course man. this is insane that's a fucking never, stadium was, dude that's a stadium, stadium bro yeah exactly like, that's how you gotta look at it man nothing, it's amazing right? yeah exactly yeah that's right yeah. so it's all a perspective and so yeah man like after i did that and I saw how she reacted on camera and how funny it was. And people, the comments, loved my mom. I was yeah. like, oh, this could be a start of something pretty interesting. And so I pranked her again another time, got even more views, and she was even funnier. And I was like, yo, this could be a real thing where I just can continue doing this. And then, like, eventually, after a while, when she realized what I was really doing and, like, what this meant to me and my career and how it could actually help with her being in it, yeah. Then she kind of slowly starts supporting more and more and being like, okay, okay, fine. Like, let's just do it quick, blah, blah, blah. And now it's gone to the point where she's coming to me with ideas, to, to, <laughs> so to, nice. to do, which yeah, is dude. pretty funny. I was like, I never in my life thought this it would get to this point. Yeah. But that's just the nature of how my mom is and how what her personality is. She's obviously shy, but now she's become more and more kind of, um, you know, a part of the brand. And mostly because she sees the comments every time I post something of her now. And she's like, she, she has her own channel. She always looks, she, she's like scrolling through comments. She's like, Oh, look, Nima, look, look what they said about me. Look, ah, like she's always excited reading what other people think about her. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's been, I'm lucky to have her in the videos for sure. Yeah, man. And it's so like, to me, it's so reminiscent and what was so successful about somebody like Tom Green you know like yeah. the fact that yeah, the yeah, fact that he totally. fucked with his family and stuff like that yeah, the fact that he he's great included his family in the content and shit it just like yeah exactly it creates this extra layer where like you know when you watch your content nima i have this like i feel like i know you like i feel like i grew up with you and shit you know what i mean like Good. i feel like you know i fucking probably you know fucking smoked a joint with this guy in the back of the 
elementary school. hundred <laughs> you know? percent. We, we got hand jobs from the same girl. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I would actually, I don't want to talk about my sister on the podcast. So. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Wait, well, <laughs> what? What? what the fuck? <laughs> okay. What kind of okay. white people <laughs> shit? Sorry, 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 sorry. Nah, that was now a- you have to mention. Now you have to talk about your sister. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. My sister's like 14 years older than me. Oh, okay. She's, Never mind. She's old well, as fuck. Now you fucking tell me this? After I. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, she did. She's a minor. Oh, for sure. Thanks, man. Nima, Nima, she did something very illegal to us. All right, I didn't want to say anything. I knew we were kids. Illegal to you? <laughs> Your to sister? Yeah. No, no. I'm just kidding. She did. Oh, okay. I, brought- I was, I was gonna say, like, bro, yeah. she was like seven when you were a teenager. No, no, like, no, no, no. My sister is 14 years older than me. She's 40. Oh, she's not 14 <laughs> years old now. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I would never okay, joke that about that. That's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> that makes it better for sure. Yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah. Still not great, but it's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, still... well, well, now you have to tell me. Now you have to tell us. No, I mean, I'm just joking around. My sister would kill me if I said anything like this. She's, she's oh. the sweetest woman in the world, and she's just old as fuck. She's an old dusty woman. Yeah. Expose, <laughs> expose yeah. your sister. Expose your sister. I haven't met Bo's sister yet, but um, she is a yet. recurring character. Keyword yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister's an actress, so I probably shouldn't be shitting all over her on this podcast. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> she, her career makes my career look like fucking like I'm the biggest doofus on earth. So that. <laughs> Yeah, your career. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, career, yeah. quotation, quotation. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, that's cool. That's all right. So, Nima, aside from Bo's sister, uh, who do you, like, kind of, like, look up to in the industry? And, like, who do you want to, like, kind of reach up to? Oh, we lost Bo. Oh. That's for no bro. Bo Man. left. <laughs> Bo fucked up. He's like, yeah, my sister's watching. I can't. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I have to leave. Can't handle this sharing. Well, we can keep going, dude. I don't want to waste your time. Yeah, exactly. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Well, we can we can continue without him, I guess. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, so I was just wondering what your influences were. Like, were you like, oh, I got, or I guess you weren't like Jake Paul, got every day, bro, or was it more like uh, kind of like an Apatow, like let's throw my family in. Like, what were you, uh, yeah. kind of people you related to? Yeah, I well, other than Bo's sister, which is number one. Um, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I I grew up. I used to, I I used to grow up watching Russell Peters on TV, oh, yeah. which was obviously he was, he was like popping at the time too, and he was getting going viral for his accents, which no one has ever seen before mm-hmm. on TV, right? Um, in comedy in general, and so that was really like something I was watching. I was like, wow, this guy's insane! Like he's making fun of different cultures and he's getting all these laughs. That'd be sick if I could do that one day, but I never really actually thought about it until like later in life. But yeah, he was definitely one of the first ones. And then like along the way, there's like other people, obviously like, you know, Kevin Hart's one of my big inspirations now, even because not even because he's the funniest comedian, which I, I, there are funnier comedians out there, but because of his just like his work ethic, his passion his drive for his craft. And not just for his career in comedy, everything in life, just his mindset about everything. 
is really yeah. truly inspiring to look at and uh, his journey, which is nice. And so definitely him and, you know, um, Dave Chappelle, obviously he's a goat of comedy. Mm-hmm. I love his stuff. Yeah. And um, just other people along the way that I relate to on a deeper level, like, you know, some Persian comedians out there from L.A., that, you know, really translate well to my life. Um, you know, Sebastian Maniscalco. I love that guy. Um, and yeah, man, like, that's just, that's pretty much it. And yeah. I get inspired every day by just, like, watching comedy in general. That's cool. I've heard a story about Kevin Hart, and I feel like, oh, here's... Is Bo. he back in? Is, Co- is yeah. Bo back in? Yeah. Did Bo make it? Yo, Bo. Bo. Yo, Bo, what the fuck, what the fuck happened, ho? Dude, do you remember when we were shitting on Zoom and we were saying that it sucks and that it's always cutting out? Oh. It fucking did it you to got me, fucked. It, it fucking did it to me, dude. I, wow. I, you know, I, I, I'm embarrassed, but in all honesty, I mainly blame whoever created Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> what an hey, evil man. bastard. Yeah. It's okay, man. We were just talking shit about you and your sister for the past five minutes anyway. So you know that's, shit. That's perfect yeah. for me. As long as the conversation is about me, I'm fucking happy. Uh, of course, <laughs> man. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um so anyways, you know, we're, yeah. we're just talking about comedy influences, but what I was gonna say is um similar to your like work ethic, Nima, is um you're saying Kevin Hart's an influence and I've heard stuff about Kevin Hart just being able being available and just being like open to just like um doing table reads and stuff yeah. like he was the guy in la where people just call up and he would be down for like any table read and just like fucking kill it and then yeah. he wouldn't always get the role because he wasn't always like a huge superstar but you know you got to kind of have that mindset and stuff and i think yeah. you're totally rocking it yeah you have to like be able to you have to be willing to just say yes to like everything and just do just do shit you have to be proactive and yeah. go for it because the more you put out there, the better your chances are of getting seen, of, you know, getting other better opportunities. And that's, I truly believe in that mindset. And um, I just, I like doing that too. That's why I, I, I like doing anything. Like, you know, obviously from get, being guests on podcasts mm-hmm. to interviews to fucking, I don't know, anything, collabs. So I don't, I don't have an ego. I don't, I don't want to have an ego because it's never going to get you anywhere. And it's just a better way of living your life as well. So. Yeah, yeah. It also seems like you lack a certain amount of like fear that a lot of people have in this industry. Where like you know, even even for myself, like today, I was super nervous. You know, I would have much preferred not. Like in my heart, I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. Not because I don't want to talk to you, because but because I'm scared. I would kill to talk to Nima. No, it's because I'm a little. (laughs) It's because I'm a little pussy bitch. Okay, that's why. All right. I knew and, that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look at me. Okay, I I grew this mustache. It's a compensation mustache. Okay. Ah. Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> I feel you. I don't look enough yeah. like a pedophile. Okay. Yeah. Chill. Let's uh, make it more. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But where does that like, like especially because you're in a dark room like that? So. Yeah. Well, you don't want to know what's going on in this room. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of exactly. Call of Duty and eating McDonald's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Where where did you get that fearlessness? Like. Is was that instilled in you through your parents? Like I'm, I'm guessing you, like a lot of us, have like hardworking parents that tried to give you a better life. Um, where did you get that fearlessness? I, it's a bit of everything, kind of yeah, from my parents. Yeah, mostly because they were always hard on me from a young age to be better and 
like study this and like you know do this do we have to do well in this class in this school and this they put me in sports they put me in extracurriculars they they, they let me taste everything luckily and i'm very grateful for that because it kind of because i one i also was you know my my mind was my eyes were open to so many different things from a young age and also because there were certain things that i wasn't the best in but i still put effort into it because you know my parents were like always putting the the most effort into something even if you're not the best because eventually you will get better at it and so i had that mentality pretty much from a young age but i never really knew it at the time or really you know conceptualized it but i just kind of i always had that tenacity and that drive to just be the best and kind of perform well so i can impress my parents at first it was like that to impress my parents which is kind of the wrong mentality still um but it was it was going in the right direction because eventually i got to a point where now i'm like not just doing it for my parents i'm doing it for myself and what what my, i realized what my worth is and what i enjoy doing and what my passions are and i want to do i want to be better for myself yeah and I, I just kind of like i'm a very competitive guy so doing sports i wasn't the best but i i fucking busted my ass trying to do the best i could yeah so that's all that really matters. And that's, that's the mentality I have. And I think it's, yeah, it's important to teach young kids that shit too, to, to praise effort, not intelligence, because once you praise intelligence and then they do bad, then what happens? You know, they, they get down on themselves, but if you praise effort, then no matter what the results are, they put in the effort either way. So that's, that's all that matters. Yeah, like it's about chasing your effort, not 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 your talent, you know. Because yeah, like, you have to fall in love with the process. That's all it exactly. is. Exactly. Like if you find something you want to put a lot of work in, you will eventually get good at it. Like it yeah, it's fucking, inevitable. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, obviously happen. there are caps. Like if you want to fly without being in an airplane, that's probably not going to yeah. happen. I if mean, that's just idiotic. Yeah. If you're 32 years old and you're five foot six and you want to start your run to make the NBA. Probably won't happen, but I mean, like, yeah. you really? could you could you get a good jumper? Fuck yeah, you could. Could you get a good jumper? Yeah, you could be wet like like D book. Yeah, be wet. Yeah, oh fuck, man, Devin Booker is the shit, dude. Yeah, I can't fucking wait for the NBA season to start. We tomorrow, man. Tomorrow is today the first preseason game, though. No, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Fuck, dude. I'm so excited, man. God Let's damn get it, it, dude. Raptors Nation, baby. I can't believe we lost to Baca, but that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And Gasol. <laughs> and Gasol, yeah, that was yeah. bad. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, uh, hopefully Toronto can pick up the pieces. How yeah. old is Lowry now? That motherfucker's old as shit. He's that guy's like, the grandfather, man. That guy's yeah. like 32, I think. Dude, I think he's older than that. I think he's like 36 <laughs> or 37. That motherfucker's you know what's, old. You know what's fucked is like by NBA standards, when you think of someone that's 32, 33, you're like, oh, that guy's old. Yeah. But I'm like, man, like people in actual life that are that old, yeah, like yeah. that's young as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's for so any fucked. other career, it's so fucked. They, like you're you're in the you are forced to be in the prime of your life in your career at like Literally. 24 to 27, 28. That's crazy, man. It's like because I'm like for me with my career, I'm I'm like I'm still on a fucking amateur. I still yeah. classify, you know. Like I I'm not even near my prime yet, right? So it's like crazy to think that. 33 is like now you're on the decline dude totally dude but that's the fucking great thing about comedy you just keep getting fucking better other sports too i guess yeah 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 um hello can you hear us i'm still here 
Did we cut out? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a I think y'all cut out. There you go. I thought I was talking to myself for a second. I was like, yeah, okay, for sure. I'll go fuck Man, myself now. Fuck no, me. I was just like waiting for a moment to jump in. And I was like, oh, I don't know the Raptors as well as I thought I did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh wait, so you guys weren't frozen? No, no I was we, were, like, we were still here. Oh, shit. Okay. Because you guys looked like you were like frozen. That you weren't you, moving bro. at all. I was like, what the fuck? I was Am just I listening. To this fucking phone yelling into my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. So, like, so you said you played sports. What, what sports did you play growing up? Man, um, I actually, funny enough, no one ever believes me, but I swam competitively for like sure. five, six years. I believe you. Yeah. You I was a swimmer. Like a swimmer to me. Yeah, and a big broad shoulders, man. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Look at that fucking. Did you have like what was your nickname nickname on the swim team? Did you have one going? Nemo. Nice. That makes sense. Nemo the fish. <laughs> you want to know what my nickname the was? Clown on my fish. Team? Oh shit, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. For, for a comedian, that's oh my nickname clown on fish, my yeah. yeah yeah my nickname on my soccer team was uh the Bowdozer. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't have sex till I was like 21. Oh. I didn't have sex till last year. <laughs> nice, dude. My man. My man. <laughs> All right, cool dude. We're on the same boat on that one, man. Yeah, I love it. They got you. Oh, they got me, man. You yeah. know, it's just nerve-wracking. Cool. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, yeah. I um I also played basketball, soccer, rep, both of them, and um house league. And yeah, I like I, I've always been a very like coordinated person, so I could play any sport really. Yeah, but in, obviously in school, like, I could play all the sports, but outside of school, it was just those three. So, like, do do you find yourself like that? You translate that competitive nature that came from sports into comedy. Yeah, for sure. Do you think Definitely. that gives you like a huge leg up on other people? The fact that you played sports and you know what it is to compete. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I've been so used to literally competing to be better than someone yeah which is like i don't i don't think i don't think of it that way when i'm doing comedy because i'm not in a race with anyone but i'm more so just competitive in terms of like i just want to be better than everyone not in the literal sense just i just want to be yeah just the best but and also better than you were like last week too that's part of it. yeah beating myself pretty much improving myself yeah that's all it is yeah um, Pers- yeah 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 dude i've never personally understanded the mentality of like like if i'm going into something my mentality- sorry understand it or understood no no i've never did i say understand it <laughs> oh my god Yo, i write nice professionally i write professionally okay i've never understood <laughs> um i've never understood um the mentality of like you know i'm just gonna go i'm gonna try and do the best that i possibly can when in reality, like, I want to approach everything to be the best at it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. The best ever. And I know it's like an arrogant mentality to have. But, like, if you have any other mentality, what's the fun of that? Put, put, put your fucking cards on the table and do your thing. Exactly. There's, there's no other option. I don't see yeah. any other option. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. Yeah. What about you, Cody? Did you play any sports growing up? Hello sports. Yeah, I was pretty uh, I was a plus size uh star athlete. Um I was a center in football and I would snap it to myself oh, and I played quarterback. Same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh volleyball, I just had the height over people and I had that jump at the net. 
Um, play lacrosse. I didn't play hockey. Did you ever play hockey? I felt like a real rich kid sport. Yeah, definitely a white kid. Sport. Yeah. Fuck Fucking whites in their hockey, man, with their hockey pads and shit. Fucking can't, whites. Can't stand those honkies, personally. Yeah, can't. Can't do it. It's fucking mutts. This, this <laughs> podcast was originally just going to be us shitting on white people, but then, you know. Yeah, extreme uh, leftist views. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so you grew up in Scarborough, or were you just born in Scarborough? Yeah, I was born and raised in Scarborough. Yeah. Uh, for the first. And it's a really tough town. I had a roommate from there, and he's like, "Yo, it's all gang shit." And I'm like, "No, I doubt it." Is it hard? Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. Uh, I wasn't in the hood, but yeah, like I was near areas that were obviously way less developed, and yeah, there was violence and like just just crimes happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I grew up like in the first ten years of my life. Uh, life I was there, and then I moved to Markham, which is more of a suburb. Uh, like a nicer suburb where all the white right. people are and the Asians and the Browns, you know, um, no comment on the Asians and the Browns, but fuck white people, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey man, white people are kind of, white people are crazy, man. Like low key. They're kind of scary. Some sometimes. Yeah. What's scary okay. about them? Have I you had a Karen know. interaction sort of like me? a scary Karen? No, not directed to me. No, I've never had that, but I've seen it happen yeah. in person, but I don't know. It's I just try to stay away from that shit. I don't need that negative energy anyways. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I've been accused of being a Karen before. I'm always like uh, Wow. Not, yeah, I'm always not tipping people when they even do the slightest wrong thing. I'm always asking yeah. for the manager. I got wow. my haircut. I got my haircut like Kate and Kate and John plus eight. Is that the song? Yeah. Kate Goslin. Underneath this hat I have the same haircut as Kate Goslin from John and Kate plus wow. eight. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a bad, I'm a bad, uh, I'm a bad white. I'm one of the bad ones. Oh fuck! Yeah, dude, you're. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry we tricked you to be on this podcast. Oh I'm god, god, I'm like yak right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta go. <laughs> I feel like I've been tricked too. Fuck you, <laughs> dude. With a name like fucking Bo, we already know where this is going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It's not good, dude. Trust me, man. Not good. With a name like Bo, people just fucking make fun of your name all the time. People call me Botox. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Bowtied penis. Okay. Yeah. Why does it always come back to my penis? It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So dumb. I mean, I mean, hey, we're not judging, man. If you're trans. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. That's fine, man. Yeah, I go by uh, they them. We um, actually had a crazy development, and I'm not sure how true this is, but um, Bo, I don't know if you want, want me to reveal this on the podcast, but Bo has found out, um, and this isn't a bit, but he found out that he is on the autistic spectrum, so our, <laughs> our podcast has already been like more diverse by these two white boys. Okay, 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 okay. Wow. Let's, cl- let's cl- firstly, Cody, what the fuck, dude? Secondly... Okay, so I have a we couple of le- no, no, it's fine. I have a couple of learning disabilities, okay, and I looked them. Up, I looked them up every three years to see what's going on, new information and stuff. And one of them in Alberta, in the Alberta Mental Health Code, has been classified as a form of autism. Wow. Okay. Now, I've talked to some people. They say they don't think I'm autistic. That's not true. They've all said it makes sense. 
Yeah, that's exactly what your dad said. <laughs> yeah, my dad said yes yeah, for, for sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, enough about my tism. All right. Enough <laughs> about my tism. Let's let's get back to let's get back to Nima. Nima, what do you like in ten years? Where do you see your career? What do you see? What, where, where where do you see yourself in comedy? Is it a is it a trip? Is it a move to L.A.? Is it a be the biggest thing in Toronto. What, what is, is it? The, what hosting is, Family Feud Canada. Dude, you'd be, be good at that. You'd be fucking good at that, dude. That would be fucking sick, <laughs> dude. Let's put it out into the world, Nemo for Yo, fucking Family put Feud. It out dog. Right now. Yeah, let's vision go. board, vision, vision board. board. Yeah, yeah, dude. You could be the next fucking Steve Harvey, dog. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've never thought about that. That'd be cool. But um, I wanna. Yeah, I wanna be in LA. I want to be a movie star. I want to be a TV star. I want to tour the world doing stand-up. Make movies. Be, just make it big, man. That's all I want to do. I just want to do what I love every day. What are your and top three comedies? Top three comedies? Like yeah. comedy movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Step Brothers. Fuck you. Nice. Super bad. Hell yeah. And... Oh, that's tough, man. I want to say, fuck, there's so many good ones, but I want to say, like, maybe, I was going to say Pineapple Express, but, like. Looking pretty good, man. Maybe that or Old School. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know if you can tell. We're actually here with Seth Rogen right now. <laughs> nice laugh, <laughs> dude! Get the fucking weed, man. <laughs> I like pottery. <laughs> I feel, buddy fucking loves pottery now. Yeah, this motherfucker dude. is doing more pottery than he's doing movies. What the fuck's when going is on he here? dropping the fucking Etsy page? I'm refreshing every day. I would. How much would those sell for? His veins, oh, Seth Rogen's pottery. Hundreds. Yeah. I feel like that's Nima's career goal is to get so big that he can sell his pottery on uh, for thousands. That's ex- exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, my one of my dreams is honest because Seth Rogen's one of my favorite comedians, just like a person in general overall ever. And I'd like to be in anything with that guy. Yeah. Any movie, anything that just like. Working with that guy would be my dream and yeah. something I could see myself doing one day. Well, you're you doing it, man. Nemo is on Seth's horizon for a bit when you worked on The Boys, right? Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, technically, he's seen me. He knows he what has. my face looks like. So yeah. that's a good step. It's a good it's first done, step. Dude. Yeah, yeah they're, they're always bringing back people in movies and shit. So there you go bro Next that's true maybe yeah maybe he's like oh that guy looks fucking funny dude like <laughs> <laughs> put, put him in a movie <laughs> does Hell he yeah. smoke weed yeah <laughs> looks like he fucking does <laughs> look at his fucking bags <laughs> oh shit man dude that's that's a pretty good list that's a pretty good comedy list it's crazy yeah, how man. Seth Rogen's so important to like us as Canadians trying to do comedy or trying to make content. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Yeah, man. Definitely a good inspiration. Why is that guy such a legend? He's just like, 
He's just fucking done everything, dude. He's been writers on like the best TV shows. He's written yeah. some of the best comedies. He starred in some of the best comedies. It's fucking unbelievable. He's amazing, man. The guy is so diverse, so so much variety in his in his work. Yeah, for like, sure. No one else. No one else is doing that. What he's doing in terms of in the comedy world, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's like the than, hardest working guy. Other than Adam Sandler and his crew. I want to have that. I want to have a crew of my own to like do shit like that. You know, that that's what I was about to say, man. Like one thing that you've done that's been super smart is like build a bunch of funny friends around you. Like I've noticed your content is always featuring your friends and shit. Like, is that just, is that just happenstance that your friends happen to be fucking hilarious too? Yeah. Well, I, I met all those guys through comedy. Yeah. Obviously like uh, my friend, Mark, um, the big guy, I met him, they were doing stand-up. Austin, my other uh, white friend, they're all white, by the way, somehow. Lame. Um, lame. <laughs> uh, Austin is the guy I do the most with on my page. And, he, you know, he's fucking hilarious. I met him through um, – I, I went to Humber to, for comedy. There's a comedy program at Humber College in Toronto. Cool. Um, and we all went to the same program, but, like, different years. And, you know, I met, met him through there. My other friend, you know, same same class – at Humber and yeah, there's just people that you meet within the community before you yep. start doing shit. So, and then yeah, you just kind of like you see who you gel with the most, and so it's all about just being proactive and um, trying trying it out. Yeah, man. There's certain people I've done videos with, and I thought like they they're funny and like I could work with them. That like now I'm like yeah, there's no way I could ever work with this person long term, right? You have to you have to also get along in real life. So, yeah. Yeah, of course, man. Also, like, I mean, I used to, back when I was a teenager, I used to be a musician, and I found out, like, pretty quickly, and I think comedians have a similar problem, but I found out pretty quickly, like, that this wasn't going to be a career path for me, because it's very hard to just get people to fucking show up for things. Oh, trust me. Like, they just want to be at a level that they haven't even fucking earned yet. It's like, you got to show up for the small stuff in order to get to the level of the big stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and like they're just unfucking willing to do it, and it becomes unbearable. I'm sure you've had like similar problems where you're just like, dude, this is an opportunity. Like, we have the best opportunity in the history of fucking humankind to make content right now. Like, we have this yeah. thing called the internet that guess what? Our parents didn't have. And like, you are unwilling to even put in the baseline of effort. Like, I've got the, all this shit set up, and it's really, really frustrating when people don't take it as seriously as you do. And like, I can tell you take comedy super super seriously and you have like a real point of view on it um mm-hmm. and that's like so important dude yeah you have to yeah, yeah. that's that, that's the purpose right there you gotta have a purpose you have to know why you're doing your shit doing shit otherwise you're just aiming nowhere and you're just gonna be lost yeah or people think like it's just gonna get fucking handed to you somebody's gonna walk up to no you, and go, you know what you're a star it's like no man you make yourself into one all those people you see who make it big it's never happened by chance. Yeah. No. It's it's happened by putting in the work consistently for years. Yeah. And then finally it's... someone sees them and then then people think, Oh, who's this guy? So lucky. But nah, that person's been putting in work for years. You just haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. And they've been sticking around the longest. Show yeah, like that, exactly. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Yeah. Yeah, well, like we're all... like all that. What were you gonna say? Well, I was going to say, ultimately, like we're all dealt a hand of cards. I remember I saw this thing on Twitter 
which was like shitting on Lena Dunham because I guess her parents were like rich artists oh, yeah. or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. She had a different path than you had. And like, she definitely had opportunities that you didn't have. But ultimately, like back to the cards thing, like we get, we get, we get dealt our cards. You got to make the best of it. So if you're just going to go like slam this person because they made the best of their situation, like fuck you, you would have done the exact same fucking thing, you know? And this exactly. is for somebody that doesn't have that situation whatsoever. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's no point of shitting on someone else's past either. It's like, it doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah, exactly. 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 It's just a, so, it's a loser way of thinking in my opinion. It is. It's a very fixed mindset to have. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, we're about 45 minutes into our show. I feel like it's a really good time to get to our first surprise segment. Um, I like to do this thing called trivia, uh, Stud City Trivia, where Nima, I make up questions and the answers are um, fairly impossible. So don't feel bad if you don't get these. Yeah. But I feel like the first one might be a gimme. And both has, has no idea for these answers, so you guys are both in it. Let's yeah. get it. Okay, first question. You go to Canadian Tire to buy new skates. When you are about to leave, you buy a sports drink. What type of sports drink are you buying? Gatorade. Bo? Um, G sauce, uh, G fuel. Okay. Uh, from my experience in Canadian Tire, they do not sell Gatorade, so the only answer is either what? Monster or Powerade. What? I'm telling you, these these questions are impossible. Dude, Nima, I do this every week with this fucking kid. We've done ten weeks of this shit. Every time the answers are fucking different. Sometimes he asks the same fucking question with a different answer. It's the dumbest fucking segment of all time. Fucking, fucking do your Cody. Do your next fucking, fucking question. Cody. I have a couple more. Yeah, do it. Powerade is better, by the way. Powerade is better. Yeah. Okay. Um, n- not including dating apps. Which app has a horniest hookup culture? Not including Instagram. Instagram. Bo? Oh, um, you know what? Twitter, because on Twitter you can actually post porn. Mm. Ooh, true. The answer that I have is LinkedIn because it's in the what? name, bro. Wait, what? I, it's LinkedIn not in the is name. Na- LinkedIn is a new Craigslist. For, Cody, for what? fuck you, dude. <laughs> what the LinkedIn. fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what the fuck was that? What do you mean LinkedIn? He said <laughs> fucking LinkedIn, Nima. Yeah, There's LinkedIn. no fucking way it's LinkedIn. <laughs> it That's is. some bullshit, dude. How? Where are you finding these answers? I don't uh, know. I don't know where the fuck he finds them. He just cup fucking says shit. He just talks. I just meditate and then I write them down. It's no, almost... you're clearly hallucinating on drugs, sir. He does do okay. a lot of drugs. It's actually been a contentious thing about our relationship. Like all sorts of different <laughs> types of shit. <laughs> I don't get shit done. <laughs> yeah. Is LinkedIn actually horny? I've, I've actually learned that it is horny. From who? Uh, a professional. <laughs> a professional, <laughs> a professional, s- professional sex pest has uh, given me the. He's like, yo, LinkedIn, low key, horniest. Dude, I'm not understanding this whatsoever. Mm. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. I was trying to do a callback, but it didn't really work. So just throw that so, out the window. We'll edit that out. Edit yeah, that out. You, you're saying if I go on LinkedIn and I start messaging business women, Saying like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I want to fuck," they'd be down. Yeah, and like, like you'll see who looks at your profile. 
you don't get that anywhere else. You don't get that on Instagram. That's very true. So what very do you true. say? You go, I'm on LinkedIn. Can I link into your vagina? Pussy. Pussy yeah. or vagina. I rec- yeah. You know, hey, let's have a business wine. Cody, is this where you met your fiance? <laughs> uh, no, not on LinkedIn. Uh, I think so this we- is just a way of Cody telling us he's horny. <laughs> he is horny, dude. He's married. Oh, fuck. So you are horny. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Okay. So I also have these sort of trivia questions where they're kind of just name association. They're basically impossible. Um, but Bo has seen this before. Um, but, uh, okay. So the first one, it's like, I'll give you a name and then you have to give me a celebrity name and it's nearly impossible. Okay. So the first one is Pink Floyd. I have to give you a celebrity name? Yeah. That, that what? That would just associate with it. So like, you know, like TNFA, Amy Poehler. Oh, um, Pink. Pink. Oh, that's a good one. Shit, that's I had good. Donnie Wahlberg. Who the fuck is that? Mark also, I didn't, get to, I didn't even get to answer oh. that. One. Yeah, you took too long, Bo. You can try the next one. <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> so, next person is Kesha with a dollar sign. Uh, Ty dollar sign. Oh, okay. that's a good one. Um, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with um, the app TikTok. Ooh, no! Uh, Mark Wahlberg was the correct answer. What the fuck, what the Cody? fuck, dude? This is the dumbest fucking segment of all time. Why the fuck do you put us through this shit? Yeah, this Every is week, fucked. it's the same fucking shit. This is fucked. Okay, do you want the last one or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's let's give it. us the last sure. one. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do the last one. Whatever, whatever that means. Yeah. Okay. The last one is Tina Fey. Amy Poehler. N- Napoleon Dynamite. I like oh, that. Napoleon Dynamite is a good one. No, I had Andrew Dice Clay. Thank you guys for playing so much in my uh, trivia party. What the fuck? Yo, dude, I tell you every week, we got to cancel that fucking segment. That's ridiculous. Look, you, you just put Nima through hell for no fucking reason. I feel reason. like I He's lost brain cells. I feel like I for sure got dumber. Um, <laughs> I don't have those yeah. to lose, Cody. I had just a sinking feeling in my gut the entire time, but I was like, I got to deliver on my trivia. The impossible. Well, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk off, off camera about that segment. All right, man, that was fucked. I feel like enough, not enough of my questions rhymed. I feel like that's what really threw you guys off. It's abusive. <laughs> what you did was abusive. Yeah, it hurt my soul. Yeah, Nima, how do you feel after that? After those segments, because I do them every week. Triggered. Yeah, I'm. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! I'm so sorry. Is there? Uh, do you have another segment, or can we end this? That's it. Should I'm we play? Ro- read my last question. It's so bad. Should we play my stalkers? Uh, yeah, you should. Let's do it all. Yeah, should you play my stalkers voicemail? Yeah, let's do it. Rosanos. I got a stalker. Oh shit. You know what? I, I need advice on this chick, man. She's she's banging down my door. So let's play this. Let's do it. You got it, Cody? Sure. Well, here's the thing. Is she hasn't called me since our last show. So should we just replay the last voicemail? Yeah, yeah. yeah play replay the I'll last voicemail. Okay. So just some back story. Um f- fucking Bo met this chick and um he's just ghosted her completely. 
So um, she's been blowing up my phone, which is super annoying. But anyways, here what? Are, yeah. By the way, she's older, much older. She's a bit like older, like sixty. Yeah. Yeah, in her sixties, and uh, we know that she's a manager of a Surrey uh, McDonald's. And what? Yeah, yeah. Surrey's like I don't. You know what Surrey is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Cody. Here's a here's a voicemail. Yeah. Hi, Cody. This is uh, Rosotto Flowers. Uh, Bo gave me your number in, in case of an emergency. He said I'd probably need it if he ever, if he ever pulled out his back and couldn't do the pod. Uh, the reason, the reason why I'm calling is because I haven't uh, heard from Bo in a, in a few weeks, and I'm getting worried. He's uh, blocked me from uh, social media. Um, the last thing he told me was he was going to find uh, his relatives in Africa. Um, I was very confused, and when I asked for more details, he stressed they were distant relatives, and this is something every teenager must do. I said, uh, "Are you, are you, Bo? Are you like thirty years old?" And he. <laughs> <laughs> he kept throwing Halloween candy on me. <laughs> Cody, I still love him. He's the thing. Please let me know when he's home. Yeah, so this is the annoying she has to deal with. What do I got to deal do with this chick, man? She's hey, that's a... definitely one of you doing that voice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nima, Nima, Nima. Come on, man. Don't... You're breaking the fourth wall here, man. <laughs> okay. You guys are fucked. <laughs> it's so funny because I played that for Bo and he's like, Yo, did you hire a chick to do that? And I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> that was me, bro. <laughs> yeah, my bad. My bad. I didn't think you hired somebody to do that. I'm not the best with uh, you know, wow things. You smashed that. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually uh, thought I had a stalker for a second, but that would be a pretty fun stalker to be honest do you get lots of dms yeah <laughs> is that oh quick? yeah is that cool <laughs> yeah it is but it's sometimes kind of it's kind of weird kind of like yeah, yeah, creepy yeah. shit I, yeah. I get some guys always sliding in saying some fucked shit like oh really like dick yeah. pics and shit no dick pics actually luckily um i've gotten a lot of guys saying like oh like let me like come suck in your nipples and suck in your tits your juicy fat tits you know, some, like, crazy shit. And um, sick, some people man. just saying weird stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to block you. It's just creepy. And that must be uh, yeah. on Instagram because you said that's the horniest app for you. Sorry? Not you, that must be all on Instagram, hey, because that's... Oh, yeah, all Instagram, not LinkedIn, the business. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, my God, I got to write that down. I think we can all agree Instagram is, in fact, the horniest site. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, that has to be. Or Twitter, I guess, yeah. Twitter too. It does have actual porn on Twitter. It has legit fucking just dick sucking. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, we should probably start wrapping it up. Um, yeah, Nima, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, just people check you out on your, on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Uh yeah, for sure. Um, how, do you guys? How many viewers do you guys get? Uh, one. Well, we haven't dropped yet. <laughs> Our only fan is Matt. <laughs> yeah, we have a friend named Matt. Matt only fans. Only fans. Good. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you can check me out at Nimanaz on every platform. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, fucking LinkedIn. My boy's on LinkedIn. You already know. <laughs> Get it. And um, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna continue grinding and putting out, pumping out content for everyone's head tops. Nice. And that's it, man. Just trying to grind out here, baby. Hell yeah, dude. I will say this, man. It, like, Nima's going to do fucking amazing things. You're super fucking talented, man. And, like, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. It, like, yeah. shows your, you know, what type of guy you are that you would come on and, and do this. And, yeah, fucking thank you, man. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. Really appreciate yeah. it. You're awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. And, um, obviously, all the best to you, too. You, too. And your LinkedIn endeavors yeah i'm still trying to get laid on that app but who knows yeah i i I have a good feeling it's coming this year (laughs) yeah more than one way yeah exactly there's gonna be a lot of coming for sure oh yeah yeah so anything you want to plug yeah you can follow me at at potus i do a lot of presidential type tweets there oh nice yeah yeah you can follow us at stud city pod and i'm at cody blacked out uh thank you very much for joining us and thanks again to nima Thank you. Yeah. Peace in the Middle East. Peace. Thank you.